baseball, hockey, and soccer knowledge you could ever need. This is The Water Break on 88.9 The Bridge. Hey, well, how's it going? You're listening to The Water Break. My name is Saipit Pavith. I'm here with McLean Hopkins, and today we're just going to bring you some sports news with our four and four, four sports in four minutes. All right, so I'll get it started with basketball. So with basketball right now, uh, all-star voting is heating up. LeBron James and DeMar DeRozan are kind of the headliners on that front. And Kevin Durant has been fined $15,000 for a profane language, which is kind of a humorous situation. And uh, other than that, there's not as much news. Um, I think, well, the playoff picture is kind of looking, it's looking really interesting this year with the Bulls out in front, but uh, they are almost um, getting closed in on because Recently, they had a game against the Nets where they were blown out, and um, the Nets are only now a couple games behind the Bulls. So uh, I think that's going to be an interesting matchup, especially if they meet in the playoffs. But um, other than that, there's nothing else going on in the NBA. Moving on to football, the playoffs are starting soon, and there was that crazy game with the Raiders and the Chargers. I actually thought it was going to tie for a little while, but then they kicked that last-minute field goal. And Derek Carr, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I'm really rooting for the Raiders. They had such a tough season this year. Um, and <laughs> imagine, imagine if they were in the Super Bowl. That would be crazy. But also, I mean, I think they're playing Bengals in the first round, so uh, that should be a pretty interesting game. Um, I don't. I guess it's just Waller and Carr versus... Um, Burrow and Jamar Chase. Well, don't so. do my man Hunter Renfro like that. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't know about. I don't really think Renfro's. I don't know. Maybe he'll do good, but I don't, I don't think know. he's going to. A thousand yard season is no fluke. Yeah, my guy's top ten in the league receiving yards, more than Metcalf. More than Metcalf. More than Metcalf. No way. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, maybe. Yeah. I guess Carr and Renfro. Um. But yeah, I guess other than that. Uh, I'm also looking forward to Niners versus Cowboys. Seattle sports fans, we don't like the Niners, so I, I'm kind of rooting for the Cowboys on this one. NFL fans, we don't like the Cowboys. Oh, that's mm, Yeah, see, that's where I'm conflicted, but I don't know. I mean, maybe Trey Lance will do good if he plays. Maybe. I, I think they're playing Garoppolo, right? Yeah, it's going to be all Jimmy. Um, oh, then mm, I don't know. Quite possibly could be his last game in a Niners uniform. Yeah, true. But also, I feel like I kind of want to root for Dak. Is Dak playing? He's playing. Yeah, so I mean, I know he came back from that injury and all that, so I don't know. I'm very conflicted this playoffs. Then we also. At least somebody will lose. Yeah, true. And we also got Bills and Patriots. That one's going to be interesting. That one should be great. Yeah, that one. 
I'd like, like to a remind little... you, the last time they played in Buffalo, Mac Jones threw three passes. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, and the Patriots won just yeah. by running, yeah. Because there was like trillion a million mile an hour wins. It was crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah this should be a great first round. It should be a great first round. Okay. Well, I guess moving on to baseball for next one. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, the This segment of our 4-4 uh, four and four is getting a little repetitive. In baseball, it's because there's been a lockout for six months. There has been no progress in it or anything. Um, I have been coping with this lack of baseball by rewatching the uh, SB Nation History of the Seattle Mariners Dorktown documentary, um, and I'm loving every second of it. It's nearly four hours long, um, but if you watch it in, in chunks, if you watch it like across a two-week period, it stays engaging. Uh, it's a really great uh, video. It's just on YouTube for free, so I really enjoy it. It's how I'm coping with uh, the absence of baseball. Even though I am a St. Louis Cardinals fan, I'm still enjoying it. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's great watching all these players that I've grown up hearing all about, and it's great learning more about them. And just history of baseball in Seattle is awesome. Anyways, uh, in hockey, there has been a lot more happening because there's actually a season and not a lockout. Uh, yesterday, the All-Star Game rosters were announced. The Seattle Kraken sent Jordan Eberle as a forward on the regular uh, ballot, and they sent Mark Giordano on the last man in ballot. Uh, those were the only two Kraken representatives. What was also notable was that Sidney Crosby missed of the Penguins, because of the new three-on-three format, there he missed. He didn't make it. There's less people uh, in the All-Star game now, and it's, I don't know. I don't actually know how popular it is. We'll, uh, if you have an opinion, uh, text the station, 206-275-9104 is the number. You can uh, text us what you think of the new NHL All-Star game format. Uh, also in NHL Kraken news, the Seattle Kraken dropped a close game last night in St. Louis. The uh, final score of that one was 2-1. to one. Uh, For everybody who watched, that was a close 2-1 to one game. Uh, the Seattle Kraken were able to kill some penalties early. Chris Drieger had a pretty great game between the pipes. Only let in two goals, but neither of them were really goals that could have been stopped by a human goaltender. Uh, and four penalty kills against the Blues, who were leading the league in power play scoring, is pretty impressive. The Blues haven't lost at home in 13 games, and Seattle had the puck on the St. Louis end with a chance to score down just 2-1. to one. It, This game very easily could have been ended uh, differently. I know the Kraken are past moral victories, but I'm tempted to take a moral victory in this one. All right, Cy, what else going on around the world of sports? Um, I mean, other than that, I don't know. I'm kind of sad about um, Bobby Wagner and that whole knee injury situation. And yeah. Wait, Diggs. Diggs was a really bad injury. That was tough to watch. Quandre Diggs. So the, the future of the Seahawks defense, I mean, it is a little early to begin off-season planning for the Seahawks. Um, but Pete Carroll survived Black Monday. Um <laughs> Carol and Schneider uh, are both still Seattle Seahawks. 
And uh, uh, Russell Wilson's Black Monday hasn't really come yet. When the new league year starts, it'll be really, really easy for Seattle to get out of his contract. But mm. I think he'll be on the opening day roster in 2022, barring any crazy nonsense. Yeah. I think all three are going to stay together. Uh, you know, after 10 years of consistent success, you can't blow the team up over one bad season in which you lost every one score game on your schedule. Yeah, true. But yeah, no, I think just keep thinking about Quandre Diggs. I hope he, I hope Seattle resigns him. Honestly, he he earned that, and I think he's gonna be able to get back to his old level because obviously he has the whole off season to prepare for next season. But like, yeah, that was just that was tough to watch, especially with his leg going the wrong direction a oh, little bit. Yeah, yeah, oh, that was yeah. that was rough. I'm not sure what the actual prognosis on it was, but a lot of people were saying knee injury. Some people were saying fracture. So I don't remember. Yeah, well, um, best wishes to Quandre Diggs and the Diggs family. Uh, we hope for a speedy recovery for him, and you know, we hope to see him tackling running backs in the open field in a Seahawks jersey for years to come. Uh, if John Schneider's listening now, by the way, get something done with Quandre right now, like this mm-hmm. second. Yeah, broken leg. He had a successful surgery on it. Well, I'm glad the surgery was successful. That's good. Yep. All right. Sai, as I'm sure you know, the NFL playoffs are starting soon. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you rooting for? We uh, love to throw blows at the Niners and the Cowboys. I'm assuming neither of those are the team you want winning it all. Do you yeah. have a team? Honestly, I mean, I basically just choose the, the worst team and hope they win. So. The worst team and hope they win. So who's that? I would honestly say, I don't know, maybe the Raiders... Yeah, Raiders? Ra- Raiders or Steelers? Raiders or Steelers? <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. If <laughs> imagine if <laughs> the right. Raiders won everything. Anybody you like on the NFC side? On the NFC side, um, honestly, I'm not really sure. I would, mm, I don't know. I guess I'm gonna get some hate for this, but probably the Cowboys. Dallas, they're really? Just a, they're just the team I hate the least, I think. Oh, man, Dallas. Oh, it's, that one I hurts. Don't, I don't like them, but they're just the team I hate the least. Dallas, you, you hate Dallas less than, I don't know, Green Bay? Yeah. It's tough. As a Seahawks fan, I'm definitely rooting for the Meteor in a lot of these games. I, uh would like it if the Packers didn't win it all after they shut us out. Oh, yeah, I I don't think the Packers are going to win. That's why I'm rooting for them, Cowboys. <laughs> I don't like the Cowboys. I'm not a fan of the Cowboys. I don't want Jerry Jones to win anything. I'm not a fan <laughs> of that guy. Yeah, he's just going to be hanging out on his boat. <laughs> what's he going to what's he going to do? What's he going to do? Buy another mansion with his Super Bowl trophy? Jerry Jones strikes me as the type of guy to uh, sell his Lombardi trophy to buy another mansion. Yeah, honestly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want Dallas to win. As tough as it is to root for Philly, I think they're my favorite team left on the NFC side. Oh wait, true, true. I don't, I don't hate on the Eagles at all, really. You forgot they made it, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of. And that is a testament to just how the Eagles' season has been. Rooting for the Eagles. Yeah, nine um, and eight. <laughs> rooting for the Eagles is uh like like putting my mortgage money or my rent payment on uh I don't know. It's like putting it on a squirrel to win a horse race. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. You get a great story to tell if it does win. But at the end of the day, you've put your rent money on a squirrel. 
Anyway, I'm pulling for Philly. I'm pulling for Philly. I hope they can go on another underdog playoff run like they did with Nick Foles. Uh, yeah. Jalen Hurts is fun to watch. Jalen Hurts produces entertaining football. And, you know, if, if he doesn't play, Gardner Minshew is a great quarterback. I like the mm-hmm. Eagles. I like that they're a scrappy underdog. I'd, I'd love to see him get back just as soon as everyone started counting them out. But yeah. on the AFC side, that's where the real money comes in. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I think my dark horse for this year is the Bengals because that, that, win, that win over the Chiefs kind of... I don't know. If they can do that again, they might be in that Super Bowl. Joey B. Go that, Joe. Yeah, that would be a really good bounce back from that injury last year. Yeah, oh, that would be great. Yeah, I like mean, all, I, my heart goes out to all the players who got injured last year, and now they're doing great. So, honestly, I feel like I'm rooting for a lot of those guys. Yeah, I Joe Burrow is a guy that you love to root for. Joe Burrow is, um, and to see him do it all with his college teammates, uh, yeah. you know, Jamar Chase, I, I think that Jamar Chase was a guy that, uh, we talked about this a little last week, a lot of people snubbed the pick. A lot yeah. of people didn't didn't like it. A lot of people kind of slandered it, said that Sewell was the right choice. But Sewell is watching the playoffs on his couch, and Jamar Chase is uh, going to be wearing pads on Sunday. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Um, I got to say, I agree with Cincy, but as a Seahawks fan, I think that the pick is actually Vegas. Not only um, do they, like, are they a fun, scrappy underdog team like the Bengals, They've also got some former Seahawks. Oh. Uh, Quentin Jefferson, who you may remember as uh, being a rotational piece, kind of doing everything Frank Clark did, just a little bit worse, um, but better in the run game. Uh, he was a much more balanced edge rusher. He's hanging out in, in Vegas. And a much bigger name that's down there is K.J. Wright, who's playing a rotational role uh, mm. in the linebacker core yeah. of that defense. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to watch. Good old KJ Wright. You can't root against him. He's that's given us so many great moments. So, Yeah, so. so that's why I'm rooting for the Raiders. Not to mention Hunter Renfro single-handedly saved my fantasy season. Yeah. Um, I, I know fantasy football is is over, but, like, God, I still love Hunter Renfro. All of those shifty slot receivers are so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you want to say? Honestly, not really. But also, the Patriots. I I feel like if they beat the Bills, they're looking pretty good as well. Pats could be scary in this one. Yeah, because, I don't know, Mac Jones. I, I just feel like Mac Jones has been playing good this year. And I remember when he first got drafted, a lot of people were like, why? Why did you pick Mac Jones? But I don't know. I feel like I feel like that was a good pick, and I called it. He's He brought him back to the playoffs. A lot of armchair analysts did slam the pick without realizing that Bill Belichick is a good coach. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Belichick will, knows how to win with rookie quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, he got rookie Tom Brady to the playoffs. Yeah, true. All right. Anyways, I think this is going to be uh, time now for a short break from us. Stay tuned for more sports content on The Water Break. Welcome back to the water break. Uh, we are doing our next segment on possible expansion Cy, teams. who are you? Oh, I'm Cy. What's up? <laughs> and I'm here with McLean. My bad. You're but good. Yeah. You're good. It's difficult. Yeah, no. Welcome back to the water break, though. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to be discussing NFL expansion possibilities that we like. 
So I guess McLean, do you got any ideas to start it off? I got some great ideas. Uh, an NX, an NFL expansion. I think if the NFL wants to expand, they should do it really slowly and add a bunch of players in really slowly. I think the reasons they should expand, I, I got like an essay written about that already. Um, but I think that having more teams is obviously good. That means you can sell more games. You could maybe do like Monday night double headers, stuff like that. Uh, it means that you get to sell more jerseys and more tickets. Um, and it means that it'll make fantasy football more engaging, which is a lot of young fans like introduction to football, fantasy football and Madden. So I think that having more teams you could play as would be a great thing for uh, for the NFL, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, first and foremost, you got to put one back in St. Louis. I'm biased. I'm from there. I am St. Louis. Uh, but you got to put one there. You can't just not have a St. Louis team. It's a great sports town. They might not have the population, but for the Cardinals and for the Blues, I mean, St. Louis turns up. I, the Cardinals opening day is basically a holiday in, in Missouri. It's at least the St. Louis side. The, you know, Kansas City, they don't count. Yeah. But I think you got to put one in St. Louis. Uh, side, do you have any cool ideas for where to put an NFL team? Um, Yeah, I was thinking either Salt Lake City in Utah or Alabama. Or just maybe someplace in Alabama. I don't know because, I mean... A lot of people show up to the Alabama college football games. That's true. And they definitely have the audience for it. It's just they don't have their own NFL team. I feel like a lot of people would show up and rally behind that team. And I said Salt Lake City, Utah, because I just feel like it's a nice place and they don't have a team yet. And I feel like, um, I mean, the population is more than uh, Green Bay's population. It's more so. in Green Bay, but there's nobody yeah. from, like, around Salt Lake City that would drive into Salt Lake City to see a Salt Lake City NFL true. game. That's you know? True. Everyone will drive into Green Bay from Milwaukee and from other parts of Wisconsin to see a Packers game. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, there's, there's, there's not too much around uh, Salt Lake. There's, like, the people who will root for Salt Lake City are just Salt Lake City. If you put one in Alabama, I like that idea. If you put one in in Birmingham, everybody from, like, Montgomery will love it, you know? Mm. And the Birmingham, whatever you call the team, will be their new team. The Birmingham Crusaders, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that... Can you put... Yeah. I think that uh, expanding the NFL is definitely something that should happen. I really do uh, think that if you are expanding, though, the one question you got we forgot to ask is how many teams do you put in the league? Do you put 40 or do you put uh, 36, some other number? What do you do? Mm, I don't know. I would say, like, maybe 36 would sound good. I feel like 40 is a little too much. I don't know. And, I mean, I know they expanded the playoffs and all that, but I'm just not I, – I don't think 40. 40 would be a little too much. 40? All right. I think that I'm personally in your camp. I think 36 is a good, like, stopping point. Mm-hmm. I think 36, uh, because the way I see it, 36 allows you to put four divisions. You can have four divisions, yeah. like in hockey. And once you've got a nine-team division, you know, that makes winning a division a really big task. That makes mm-hmm. it so that you feel really good about winning a division. You won't have, like... The Patriots, where you win the division for, like, 
18 of the last 21 years. It'll be similar to like hockey, where winning a division is actually a difficult thing to do. It's really easy to win more games than three other teams. It's really hard to win more games than eight other teams. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I liked that the uh, NFL was based on even numbers. I think that made the game easier to understand and a lot easier for you know dumb radio guys like me to do math and figure out who was getting in in certain scenarios uh, mm -hmm. it was easy when there was a six-team playoff and 32 teams that was easy then they screwed it up by adding a 17th game and a seventh playoff team mm -hmm. like seven you're gonna make me count to seven <laughs> yeah i know it's ridiculous um but I do think that four divisions of nine would be fun. And I think I like your idea about putting one in Birmingham. I like my idea about putting one in St. Louis. You know where else I think could support one is San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah. Like think about the NBA, you know, the Spurs draw just as well as the Mavericks and just as well as the Rockets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You but know? I just feel like, aren't there already like a bunch of teams in Texas? There's the Texans and then there's Texans, the Cowboys. Cowboys. Nobody else. Nobody else. Nobody else. I don't know. I feel like, concentrating all the teams in like texas and california because california has a bunch I yeah think, well right? i mean it means that you could make the divisions similar like you could do like a northeast a southeast uh like a deep south and then a west yeah true so that you would could make do, sense like if you have your northeast division you can put like your great lakes teams like your detroit and cincy uh green bay minnesota you mm. can put them in there and then you can put uh, your, like, Atlantic teams, like your, your New York and your New York and your uh, Buffalo mm -hmm. uh, Patriots. You can, so it'll make everyone's flights shorter and it'll make it so that more people will drive out to, like, other, like, you can go to away games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. That would definitely increase revenue. Yeah. I mean, if you get people going to away games, you won't have, like, the Jags leaving their stadium so empty. I mean, nobody's driving down to Jacksonville if you're a Colts fan or a Titans fan. You can't drive to Florida from Indianapolis. That's like a 20-hour drive. Yeah, true. I don't know. I think that uh, if you add teams, you would want to concentrate the divisions. And mm -hmm. I think that like packing Texas and California is a way to do that. Yeah, so that way, true. even if somebody's team sucks, like if we add a team in San Antonio and they're the worst team in the league, that stadium is still going to sell out once a year when the Cowboys come visit. Uh, yeah, true. True. Okay. It sounds like a good idea there. I think another place that would be nice would be Portland, Oregon. Cause that would be fun. Yeah. Then we could go and see away games and Personally, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We could totally yeah. go and see an away game. Portland is, I, I mean, you still have the same issue that Seattle does in that you're really far away from California and really, really, really far away from everywhere else because of that stinking mountain range in the middle of the country, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think that uh, Portland could support a team. Uh, they're, they're not against taxes in Portland. Uh, people in Portland pay a lot of taxes. I don't think they'd notice if we, you know, added another stadium to the bill. I don't mean to paint with a pro uh, broad brush, of course. I think some people in Portland are obviously very against taxes, um, but I think that, like, Portland as a whole, I don't think there'd be, like, you know, massive unrest if we tried to get them to pay for a stadium. Yeah, true. Not like, not like the Sonics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Man, oh, I'm still hung up on that, too. It's okay, yeah. it's okay. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Um, no, nah, I think that I think that if you really wanted an NFL team in Portland, like that, it's it's very possible. Uh, I think that an NFL team in Portland would be a great idea. Um, yeah. So if you guys want to join the conversation, by the way, listening in, you can text the station 206-275-9104. That's 206-275-9104. And tell us where you would put an expansion NFL team. Personally, I, I think that um, of the ones that Size told me, I like Alabama. That's my favorite yeah. so far. Yeah, I mean, that's the one with the most established, I guess, football fan base. Yeah. I mean, if you can, like, catch in on even a sliver of what the Crimson Tide have built down there, ah, man, that's that's money for the NFL. That's, that is a lot, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like it's been looked at a couple times before. They just haven't pulled the trigger on it. Yeah, that's true. You know what I think shouldn't happen, though, if we're talking NFL expansion? I know, I know somebody's gonna um you know text in and say you you guys should put a team in london um, <laughs> i don't really think that should happen bad idea not only is that such a long flight that's like it just doesn't make sense first of all there's the issue of going to an away game i don't know about you um but i would not fly to london to see a seahawks away game they could be 16 and 0 and uh you know in the re- or 17 and 0 in the regular season and, uh, you know, fielding the best team in NFL history. If the Super Bowl was in London, I wouldn't go to that. Yeah, true, but honestly... Even if it was I, free, I don't think I'd go to that. I, I don't think... I wish I could go to a Super Bowl, but honestly, realistically, I probably wouldn't go to a Super Bowl in general anyways. Yeah, that's fair. Unless it was, like, nearby here, but I don't know. I don't know. Vegas. If they Vegas. Put the Super Bowl in Vegas... Oh, that'd that. be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. I think uh I think the issue with international teams is that there's just like there is a market uh John Madden saw to it uh with Madden football that there would be a market for NFL football overseas. There would be people who uh picked up a game of Madden and you know went to their like career mode, got drafted by an NFL team and then arbitrarily decided that one's their favorite. Uh-huh. There's there's lots of people like that. I it there's there's money over there, sure. But I don't think that there's many American fans who want to get up at 5.30 in the morning to watch a game uh, that happens in London. I don't think there's, you know, too many Americans who will buy a plane ticket to London and go to a game in London. And I don't think that there's enough support for yeah. NFL football to in really London, sell yeah. out a big game more than, like, one or two gimmicks a year. And I don't even like the gimmicks myself. Uh-huh. True. Yeah. Well, I guess in terms of Super Bowls, though, and how close they are to us, the next one this year is in SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, so maybe we should go down to do take, like, a 24-hour drive? Yeah, we, we could get a little press pass for being radio correspondents. That's true. <laughs> that's true. 24 hours is uh, <laughs> quite a ways to drive, though. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. But, hey... You know what? If we can get press passes, I'm pretty sure Joe would definitely be down to go. Oh, definitely. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, nah, I don't know. Personally, I think that the only international team that sort of makes sense would be Mexico City. Mexico City. Yeah. I, I mean, they need well, a turf field. They need a turf field. Um, yeah, uh, they definitely have one for soccer. It's grass. 
It's grass. Yeah, it's grass. Oh, wow. Don't you remember, uh, like, three or four years ago, the Chiefs and Rams were supposed to play a game there, and they moved the game back to uh, where the, to the, like, L.A. Coliseum where the Rams were playing at the time, SoFi hadn't been built yet, mm-hmm. and the final score was 54-51. to 51. There was 105 points scored in that game. That's like the most in the history of Monday Night Football. Yeah, Mondays. You know, Mondays are tough for NFL mutant players, too. Yeah, no. I I think... (laughs) (laughs) Good old Mondays. Yeah. That's definitely true. I I would imagine that everybody wakes up with a case of the Mondays every Monday. It's just, you know, cyclical nature of life and all. But you can make it a little better... Um, by not having to fly to uh, Mexico and by getting to score 54 points in an NFL football game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, that is a cool game. But I do think that, uh, you know, a stadium is kind of stopping uh, NFL football from happening in Mexico City. Yeah. There was a turf field, you know, designed for American football, a turf field with permanent goalposts and a seating bowl. You know, that could totally happen. It's mm-hmm. not too far a flight. Yeah. Canada, too, maybe, if they had more better fields. Yeah, I feel like some some of the places in Canada would be accepting of football. Like, yeah. pretty sure if Toronto had a team. Basically, we're just going wherever there's a basketball team and there's no football team. <laughs> True. Wherever there's an NBA team, that's where we put an NFL team. Yeah. NBA should do the same thing. Put one back in Seattle. Yeah, put one back in Seattle. Come on. All right, basketball in Seattle. That's your rallying cry of the day. With that, I think we're done on the water break. We've said about all we need to say. Uh, We enjoyed hearing from you, the community. And uh, it's really been uh, great hanging out with you. Thank you for uh, spending some small part of your Friday with us. Um, This has been the water break on 88.9 The Bridge.